I'm Luke Young, and this is Dragonheart. Well, hello and welcome to Dragonheart. Not much of an intro today because we have so much to get through, but I am joined by Bill Long, Neil Williams, and Disney's own Matt Griffiths. How is everyone very quickly? Well, I'm good, but I'm frustrated because I'm both sitting in the Callon studio doing this show and at the end of the queue to get onto a ferry in Dover. <laughs> did, you, did you notice the Volkswagen Golf in the reception? <laughs> well, yeah. That's some crazy stuff going on down there. Oh, man, that's, that's a heck of a reception. <laughs> Shout out to the uh, St. Joseph pupils from our school, Mark, oh, who were stuck there yeah. during this, just before the ski trip. Bless him. Oh. Awful. <laughs> it's madness, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Yeah, it is madness. Uh, also, madness things to talk about. We didn't get to talk about it last week. We did mention it. We're going to talk, quickly talk about the United-Wrexham game in America. The women have finally found... I've actually found a destination to play their games next season, so we're going to be talking about that. We also have that crazy Oldham game to break down, and we're going to look at the fixture, the next two fixtures and how crucial they really are. And we've got a little bit of a Mark Howard appreciation section as well, so let's not waste any more time. This is Dragonheart. I'm Riesel Johnson, and you're listening to the Dragonheart radio show. well we didn't get to break it down last week we did talk about it quite a lot uh we did mention it but we had so much to talk about last week with the women's game and the men's game that weekend so manchester united versus Wrexham, or should i say Wrexham versus manchester united in san diego bill uh imagine seeing a poster for this five years ago or ten years ago (laughs) Well, it's almost as if uh, Ron Burgundy visited us a couple of months ago and then set up a game in San Diego uh, between <laughs> Wrexham and Manchester United. Uh, oh, I, I mean, you know, Wrexham playing United with the way cup competitions are set up in, in UK football is would, would be amazing if it was in a cup, but it's not that unheard of. It's the fact that we're going to America yeah. for it. <laughs> we're taking part in one of these big lucrative tours that even some of the, the lower-end Premier League teams don't necessarily get to go to America and take part in these games. It's uh, That's the most mental aspect for me, I think. Yeah, playing Man United in a pre-season friendly at the race course is not really unheard of, is it, really? Because I remember when I was a kid, we had it. But to play it in America, Man United are probably more likely to play... A few of their stars, aren't they? I, I don't know. I mean, they're, they're saying it's a development team, aren't they? Are they so saying it's a development team? I think the theory is that they won't, but having said that, you know, pre-season is all about getting players ready for the season. So, so they might... Uh, if somebody's yeah. had a knock at the start of pre-season and they want to give them more game time, they'd throw them in, wouldn't they? So I think it's going to be that sort of... Rashford might get 20 yeah. minutes, that sort <laughs> that of thing. Sort of thing or... could be good, yeah. <laughs> You're quite right, though. I mean, we were so... Um, I think Wrexham fans got a bit blasé about playing Man United all the time in friendlies because when Darren Ferguson played for us, Alex yeah. Ferguson would bring them down every couple of years, wouldn't they? And, and by the end, the crowds weren't that spectacular for watching Wrexham play a Man United team with first team players in. And I remember that it stopped partly because uh, Giggs got booed, didn't he, by the Wrexham fans? <laughs> if you remember that? Oh. Because he never used to play in friendlies. He'd always yeah. pull out of the Wales and Nationals yeah. if they were friendlies. See, we've, all, we've always been good judges of character, haven't we, oh, at Wrexham? Was... <laughs> 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 yeah. So, yeah, we, we, he got booed every touch, and Ferguson really went nuts. And that was the end of that relationship. But, yeah, we used to... We got sick of them just turning up, begging for a game. It's it's 28 years since Man United have beaten us in a competitive game. And you know what? That, that's an excellent record to have against them, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it is. But, Neil, what, what was your thoughts, really? It just shows the draw that, you know, Ryan and Rob brought to this club, you know. I mean, we see it week in, week out, the number of fans we have interacting with us at the club. Um... Rex and playing in America, it's just beyond dreams, isn't it? Um, what a place to go. Why San Diego? don't know. I thought it might have been somewhere, maybe California or whatever. But San Diego is in California. No. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> As in Los <laughs> Angeles or somewhere like that. Yeah. One of the big cities, shall I say, sorry. It's a big city, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I know, but it's, 
it's not one of the footballers that you really like to ever come up with. Um, I, um, I, I just enjoyed the way that you were desperate to stamp me down, but <laughs> for once I was right. <laughs> <laughs> just you're, for once. you're always right in your mind. In my mind, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. In my mind, there's an awful lot going on, but I don't want to talk about that live. <laughs> but, for, but for me, the, the fact that there is an American audience, and it may, let, let's be fair, the majority of fans going are probably going to be Man United fans. Mm. Let's not yeah. kid ourselves yeah. one minute. Like, you Man United, they're this huge, not like, they're not even a club, they're like a franchise, aren't they? You know? But the fact that there is enough interest in us to be playing Manchester United in San Diego. Yeah, to justify it is amazing, isn't it? Yeah, just to even justify it. <laughs> it yeah, it's kind of surprised me because I thought if we were going to do a tour, it was going to be teams like Philadelphia Union and, and I don't know, let's say Atalanta United or Atalanta, or we could, we could play I, Atalanta, I suppose. Atlanta, <laughs> probably Atlanta United. As some sort of like, I don't know, whether it would go into build relationships with MLS clubs or whether it would be to just try and go to their fans and say, oh, look, you know, you've got your local MLS team, but come and come and join us if you want a, a UK-based team, but we're actually going to play, um, we're going to play a UK-based team. One of the world's teams, don't we? Let's be honest. There's Man United fans in every single corner of the globe. So Wrexham playing Man United is only a good thing for them. Would, would it be a big risk for an MLS side, two players, and potentially get beaten, though? Doesn't look good for their um, brand as a, as, not as a friendly. league. I mean, th- their other games <laughs> could be announced, aren't there? So uh, they'll be probably against yeah, they, true. teams. I, they, don't, I don't think, personally, I, don't, I wouldn't say so far. I don't think they take the friendlies too seriously because I remember Brad Guzan being mic'd up once in a in a friendly against Juventus or something like that, wasn't it? I can't, I can't remember who they were playing, but they mic'd him up for it. So I don't know whether they. I, I, know, I know that's the. the, the the broadcasters, but whether they actually anybody actually takes it seriously when we go but, over and that kind yeah, of thing mm, happens. True, true, but it, it, I suppose it wouldn't look great on their league if we came and beat them, which we'd have a good chance of doing. Yeah, um, yeah, no, I can't argue that. I just do. I just uh, I'm conscious I, about what the comments are going to be like on the YouTube. Yeah, true. <laughs> true, 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 true. too much. I'm not sl- I'm not much, No, 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 not at all. But. I don't know enough about the quality in those divisions to say how how much of a chance we'd have of beating them, but we we've got. I suppose as we've shown against Sheffield United, I know we didn't beat them, but we beat Coventry and we gave them two good performances over two matches. So we've got a good as good a chance of beating anyone. The MLS as, as, is a know. developing league, isn't it? Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's that's why I thought it, it might be MLS teams yeah. because they want some of that. United don't need any extra exposure, do they? Let's be no. honest. You know, they're not a club that need exposure. They don't need the Hollywood limelight because they've already got fans all over the world. So, yeah, no, I, it's I, you know the talk is that there's there's more of a tour coming April sixteenth. There are some names that have been banded about. I'm, I'm not going to say them here just in case we get in trouble for talking about it. But a quick Twitter search, and I'm sure you'll find one one of the big teams that are being mentioned and. If there's a couple more like that, or we get, or we add some MLS teams to the tour, then amazing. I mean, like it's just, it's like, just quick, quickly. Is there a dream? Oh, go on, Mark. Go on, oh, I was just going to say that I think that the MLS has moved on a long way since the good old days when a young John Rooney was on trial with us, didn't get picked up by us, and then went and signed for New York, New Jersey Red Red Bulls. Um, mm. But yeah, it's, it's it's also it's very early in preseason, isn't it? When we play United, so you know, I wouldn't. Be drawing conclusions it, from results. Yeah, Would, isn't the MLS season still going during yeah. the summer? Yeah, yeah. yeah as well. Yeah. yeah. Although I, 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 it does make a change from playing Rex <laughs> or or, gr- or Gresford Athletic at Gresford's yeah. <laughs> ground. Did yeah. I, any of you go to that game? Well, I know oh, you didn't, yeah. but yeah. Oh, did you yeah. go, Neil? No. Um, so for for anybody who's listening who, who doesn't know where Gresford is, it's a it's a village in Wrexham County, just on the outside. Of the town, what do you say? You can't really walk to Gresford, can you comfortably? You, you but could you from could. My house, probably. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> my country estate. Yeah. <laughs> Mouse Mansion, they Mouse call it. Mouse Mouse. <laughs> but, um, you know, quick bus ride. So I, I went up there with a, with a mate and we walked in, and it is literally just some goalposts on a field and a, and a little bit of like a, a community center on the on the side. That's doing it down a little bit. Yeah. I think they've done, I think they've made it's some improvements. <laughs> I don't think the stand was there then, was it? Yeah, it was because we, no. we filmed it standing on the roof. Okay, on. okay. But we we did stand on the edges. That's probably why I'm getting confused. I've only ever been to the actual. How much <laughs> the have you drunk before? 
Um, water, plenty. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, we, we were we were playing a team of of essentially local part-timers, weren't we, in a preseason They were a friendly. decent side oh, for, no, their, for, their level, for, for their level. They, a fantastic yeah. side, if in the second division in the Welsh setup, weren't they? That's not, yeah. there's nothing to be sniffed at there. They've got more talent in their their opposite foot to their stronger foot than I'll yeah. ever have playing football, but it's a bit of a step down from San Diego Man United, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. If yeah. I could uh, take my seat in Hypocrite's Corner for a second, uh. I said that you can't draw anything out of friendlies. Uh, the main key thing about that game, I remember, it was the season when Gary Mills put together his squad of no talents, and we... We were, we beat Gresford's one nil thanks to a sort of deflected on goal with three That's minutes right. left, yeah. having been outplayed, and and for me that 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 was I know I said don't read much into friendlies, but that no was you could yeah. you, you can read into that because that you, was you could read catastrophic, that, you? Yeah. And, yeah, and that that came to pass, didn't it? Are you yeah. saying about a uh, dream yeah. dream preseason dream friendly. preseason friendlies now because we've got this um, draw that we've never really had before? You can say international teams as well. So, Neil, do you have a dream pre-season friendly that you'd like to see us go up against? Nantwich. <laughs> Whitchurch? Whitchurch Old Port? We've played them before, Nantwich. <laughs> yeah, Whitchurch Old Port would be a good game. <laughs> <laughs> What's that ground go? like? It's got a good ground, yeah. There you go. Very good Might standard, well. yeah. yeah. Could be the Soup Dragon Stadium in San Diego? I don't know, never been, so I can't, point. <laughs> I can't make that decision. So, uh, I don't know, I, I'd like to play some like Rangers or Celtic and go up to... Oh, yeah. Scotland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Keep it in the UK and go to somewhere like that, you know, one of the big clubs in Scotland. Oh, that would be nice. That yeah. would be good. I mean, but what a momentous occasion for our players to be going out to America to represent the Wrexham football club. You know? Yeah. Not in their wildest dreams when they first joined Wrexham where they think, you know, mm. we're going to yeah. end up playing in America. So, you know, what a great great thing for those those players out there as well. So it's it a good thing for player retention as well, isn't it? Really, and you know, yeah. you've got a, a player who's torn up the national league. Someone from the championship or league one might look at them, but you know they talked about being part of a project. And oh, you are coming over, you know, to the states, aren't you? Pre-season, you know, <laughs> you might turn it down because of that. Yeah, and hearing players like Ben Foster who's saying this club is going places, yeah. it goes a lot, long way. What's what's your dream pre-season? Mark. Well, I what I'm going to say is going to sound utterly ludicrous. Laugh if you want, but then it's no more ludicrous than Man United in San Diego would have sounded yeah. two years ago. So I'm going to say, why don't we have a nice away friendly uh, against Boca Juniors? Oh, oh <laughs> yes, get the old bombardera. Oh, oh yes, I I would have to beg Robin Ryan to yes. pay for me to go <laughs> to that. <laughs> the only way to get out alive as well if we're part of the media team. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Boca Juniors, that would be... Oh, yeah, that is... That is that's, that's tasty, isn't see, it? See, I, I yeah. was thinking more Bayern Munich or Real Madrid because I'm, I've probably I've always wanted to go see one of those sides, Real Madrid, Barca or Bayern Munich, and to see Wrexham play them in some crazy big stadium would be amazing. Yeah. Um, I was trying to think of the, the club in the country that I want to visit most, which is Japan. And it's Witzel, is it Witzel Kobe that... Um, Iniesta it's called the Antlers, wasn't it? I see. Oh, I are they, uh, yeah, I think it is, doesn't it? Whoever no, it was that Iniesta used to play yeah. for, I can't remember their name, or anyone Sorry. in Japan. I'd, I'd absolutely love to go to Japan. So, again, I, again I'd be begging Rob and Ryan to, <laughs> to fly me out to Tokyo, it's do a little tour. Antlers, isn't it? You're right. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I beg your pardon. Yeah, well, I, you know, don't question me, Mark. Come on. I know. I, 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 <laughs> I, I took one over the J-League, and I got what I deserved. <laughs> um, or... That's not like, I know it's dream, but that's like a really unrealistic dream, I think. A realistic-ish dream would be playing against Juve or someone like that, I think. Because yeah, I know it seems mad to say that's a realistic dream, isn't it? But if we're going to, if we're going to America... You just dismissed Barcelona and Real Madrid and they're going to do it. They did play Notts County a few but years back, they didn't did, they? they? Yeah, yeah quite regular. Yeah. yeah, it's because of the, the kits, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Cracking story, shame we don't like Notts County at the moment. <laughs> I've seen Wrexham play Juventus, if that's any help. Go on. Um, about 20 years ago, something like that, uh, our youth team hosted a tournament that's right. with the Juventus team. That's right. Oh, wow. I, mean, I remember seeing done. a picture of the, oh, wow. the programmes. Yeah. Mark Jones scored. We've beaten 2-1. And when you look at the Juventus team, I don't know 
Okay, there were a couple who I think, well, I'll have to look it up. There were a couple who made a name for themselves, but most of them didn't, actually. <laughs> but nonetheless, we, I, I remember going to that game and loving it. It's fun to see how you so two look that better is, than Yeah, anything. that is pretty amazing, in all fairness. Try, I'm trying to think, St. Pauli would be a good one as well. Yeah, St. Pauli would be a good one. Uh, realistic oh. ones, guys, come on. St. Pauli's quite yeah. a realistic one, I'd say. I think so. German team. I think you, you, if you're talking really realistic, you've already stole Celtic off me because I'd love to go and watch us play Celtic. Definitely, yeah. That, that'd that be up there, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've seen them play Rangers as well. These games aren't ex- exotic at all. You don't have to be exotic. Just a great atmosphere. Ha- how about Imagine how many fans would go from Wrexham up to, up to Glasgow. Brombius. Or Bromby or something like that in Scandinavia. That would yeah. be pretty yeah. good. Yeah, if, we, if, we're t- if we're talking yeah, exotic, should oh, we go sc- to... Scandinavian team. It would be amazing to see Wrexham play a Scandinavian team. So I'd like to go to... You just want to hold You've got to remember, we, we weren't around in Wrexham's European mm. crazy days, playing all those sort of teams. You know, me and Che have seen us play... God, he's the most the exotic, most exotic Alfreton. team that me and you have... <laughs> Alfreton. <laughs> That's about it. That's definitely up there, yeah, Alfreton. <laughs> but in other news as well, last week, huge, huge announcement that the women have found a home after our speculation last week. They'll be playing at The Rock in Kevin Mauer. I always get Kevin Abave and Kevin Mauer uh, mixed up, but that is... (laughs) Is that where they sacked you as a bus driver? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That and I can't drive. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, fair point. When you think about it, I I mean, I know you did time over that, but they they really should have said, what was the point of the the interview process? Didn't even ask if you got a driver's license. Well, Arriva Wales is fantastic, I must say. (laughs) please don't take us off air (laughs) (laughs) but anyway (laughs) it's good to see they've got the license for it as well I mean they've been granted their license to play yeah exactly yeah because they needed that stipulation of a ground with the certain standards in there exactly and it's nice for them to and I'm not gonna I'm not knocking Ponky Banks at all but this is a real venue isn't it where you can have fans who can regularly go you'll make a bit more of a day of it it's a, it's a really nice scenic stadium as well. Oh, um, if anyone who hasn't been before, check it out on on Google Images because it's really one hell of cool. a ground, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's, it's really, really cool. Really cool. It's an artificial yeah. pitch, though. It? Yeah, it's yeah. got like a cliff face. It is it is really cool to be fair. And I think, you know, realistically, at this moment in time, we're not going to get the huge numbers that we did la- last week, going every week just yet for the women. But what a great way to build. A fan base, and especially somewhere like Kevin Mauer, where you know there's a lot of people who probably can't go to Wrexham games regularly to be able to go pop down the road and watch the women's team. Mark, absolutely, it's um, it's a great choice, and all I can say is, wasn't I a clairvoyant when I suggested? We we're going to call you Mystic Meg. But too soon, that Neil. <laughs> <laughs> but we've got, to remember, we've got to make this playoff first, guys. So. Yeah, yeah, they're still going to play there regardless. Yes, of I'm sure they will be. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great if we can play it in the top division. Yeah, it's, it's good that you you linked preseason friendlies to that because the only time I've been to the Rock was it's for a preseason, pre-season friendly, friendly against Swansea when when Curtis Obeng was playing for the Swansea under twenty threes. Was it? Yeah, Rexon played a, a, a Swansea a, a friendly against the Swansea academy team. Me that and you was went that up, graph we? kit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we went. And, and Neil Ashton got injured in the friendly, didn't he? If yeah. I remember rightly. Yeah. yeah, and we went into that pub. It just felt like someone's living room. Yeah. It was really strange. <laughs> but anyway, but, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think. Oh no, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna withdraw from the first thing I was gonna say because it was wrong, and I'm gonna say that I remember <coughs> seeing Wrexham play at the Rock as well in a friendly, and I actually have forgotten what I was gonna say about that too. So if we just want to put on some incidental music for a moment while we fix my brain, yeah, that would be fantastic. No, don't, that wasn't me saying that. Um, yeah, I'll come back to you when I realise what the hell. Oh. Uncle Griff's bedtime stories. I just thought it was a good time to put that on. Well, I, I think I think we spent the evening breakdown. But <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm so happy the women have found a suitable venue, and hopefully they're in the Premier League next year, or the Welsh Premier League, I must say, and playing the top top sides in Wales, Wales that Wales can offer, and hopefully 
winning big games. So, and winning big games is what Wrexham do at this moment in time. So after this, we're going to be talking about that 5-1 thrashing. I'm Aaron Hayden, and this is Dragon Hearts. <laughs> well, Oldham. Oldham, Oldham, Oldham. <laughs> Oldham. I feel, I, I got to say, that has to be probably performance of the season, doesn't it, Neil? It, it, totally it was exquisite. You, I mean, from start to finish, from when, as soon as that whistle kicked off till the final whistle, Wrexham were just so dominant in that game. I think Oldham came with a game plan. That game plan certainly didn't work. I think Mark explained it actually set up as the same formation as Wrexham, which uh, in their lineup, and it just did not work. I mean, how we only scored five goals when it could have been double that amount. Um, and one shot on goal by Oldham, which they scored from. That was the only thing they had to... I mean, keeper had to pick the ball up at once, and that was it. Uh, and I, I don't think he hardly touched the ball. But overall, sublime, 100% performance from the, from the team. You couldn't ask any more from those players, and the players that came on the subs just added to that quality that was already on the pitch. And I just think it was a, a statement by, the, by Wrexham, a statement to maybe what's coming up in the next couple of games, that this is what Wrexham are all about and this is what Wrexham can do to you as a football team and, and the skill and the quality that we've got, our finishing qualities in front of goal, our defensive qualities we've got. And the crowd is going to have a huge, huge play in, in the next, definitely the next home game, which we're going to talk about in a little while. I can't I remember even... what I was going to say about Kevin now, but... Uh, I'm surprised how boring it is. I'm not going yeah. to We want you to break down this Oldham game. I've just had a breakdown, mate. I don't understand <laughs> You have to break it down. Because for me, and I want you to maybe answer this question, I think we were, don't get me wrong, we were very, very good. But in my opinion, from way, the way I watched it, was Oldham let us be good. The way they set up is just not what you do against a side like us. And I think, don't get me wrong, we were a 10 out of 10, but they were pretty bad. They reminded of us, us of us when we went first went down. They, yeah, I totally agree. And I, you know, I don't want to say that I was right over something, but you know, talking to Oldham media guys before the game, and I said them don't park the bus that's the worst thing you can do against us and they said we will and when they saw the team they were saying we absolutely have um, because they picked three centre backs and two defensive full backs as wing backs and they did try and park the bus but it just doesn't work against us because okay just in a basic sense <clears throat> if you sit deep against us well as you saw Elliot Lee can score from outside the box Paul Mullen can score from outside the box if we bring on Jordan Davis, he can. You know, we've got a lot of players who can finish from distance. So you, if you sit deep, you allow them time to set themselves and score. And then if you step up, of course, well, they tried to at the start. I thought, for briefly, I thought, oh, they might be quite cute here. They might have a fairly high line, crowd midfield right in front of them, and just try and make it difficult for us to break through. But once we forced them back, because the wing-backs are living in their half, going around the outside, clearly Barrett had the beating of of their wing back mm. and their left sided centre back. So, you know, they couldn't go high because he could run through them. Um and they started dropping off. They were just waiting to be picked off. Um and, and quite apart from that, it's even more obvious. If you're gonna park the bus, maybe try and mark the uh, forty goal striker in the centre of your box <laughs> for a free kick. I mean it was a lovely delivery and a lovely header. Free though, wasn't it? But I mean uh, that's I mean, <laughs> there was there was no one anywhere near him. Yeah, I mean, maybe Mullen might be a player you might want to watch out for in your own penalty area. On on the flip side, to sit in the park in the bus though, but for Borehamwood or a Bromley park the bus, we have a lot harder time than what Oldham shown us. I, I right, I might I might be wrong. My feeling is I don't think anyone's actually trying to park the bus against us this season. I think teams have been outplayed by us, but I don't remember anyone sitting back. Borehamwood didn't at their place. Bromley were trying to get at us, weren't they? But we just were yeah. too strong in the end, but they gave us a bit of a challenge. Um, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, like, like Neil said, they matched us up, so they played four, flat back four in midweek and got a good point at Wheedleston. So they tried to match us up, like they did in the other two games we played against them. So they went to three at the back, 
And we just penned them in because our wing backs are living on the edge of their area. So their wing backs are sitting super deep. You've got two strikers pinning back their three. And they're just, they're just getting forced further back. And I thought Rooney, I felt so sorry. I thought he played well, Rooney. Mm-hmm. You look back at it, the number of defensive blocks he made, the number of times he made good forward passes. But there was just nothing going on for him. And you could see, I, I thought he might have got sent off, actually, because you could see it was like his whole professionalism was being affronted here. Yeah. But I think... Mm. Considering he's only lost four games since the beginning of the new year, you know, we, yeah. thought, they, we thought they'd put up a really decent game against us, but I just think Wrexham were too good for them. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Way, way above them. I, I don't think we're the type of side that you can experiment and change what's working yeah. against. So we're, <coughs> we're so organised almost to the times where we've not done well this season. It's almost like we've been organised to a fault where there's maybe lacking a little bit of creativity or something. Very, very minor criticism. It's not many times we can say that, but, you know, with that organised, you, you can't you can't have players be unorganised and in a position where they're playing in, in roles and positions they're not used to. Just can't. <laughs> and we are technical and smart enough to pick our way through when a team tries to put lots of bodies behind the ball. I mean, if you like, it's not the orthodox definition of it, but they were a broken team, except there were only two players up. So they left those two blokes all the time in the halfway, and I was like, oh, we've got a threat, because those two were up there. Well, it didn't pin us back, because I've never seen Tony Cliff come forward so much in a match. And O'Connell yeah. was loving it coming forwards as well, so it didn't, it didn't stop us from playing our normal mm. style. Um, and then, because they weren't getting the ball out... When they were sitting so deep, those two strikers are miles away, and whenever they were trying to half clear it, well, Cannon was just hoovering everything up. Cannon's just sitting off. Yeah. We always know he's there, so if you're under pressure, you can hit it back there, and, and they just knock it around. He just reads it, and he, and he gets there first, and then he's, he's quick moving the ball. They and left big pockets in midfield for Cannon yeah, yeah. to move around yeah. in, you know, and he was there as a free agent, basically, yeah. on his own in midfield, which, yeah, had and all that, the space in the, in the world. That Elliot Lee goal, sort of summed it up for me as well in, in terms of our ability to be flexible and read the situation and their inability to do so because it starts off with Barnett on the right and he comes inside they've they've got unbalanced anyway because we've been passing around for a bit so they've got their players too many of their centre mids over on the left hand side Barnett runs across the pitch looking for space doesn't doesn't like what he sees so he turns back and comes back the other way knocks it to, to James Jones and then there you watch you watch it. Their their defence just d- can't keep shape. They're just not quite sure what's going on. Why is Barnett on the left wing now with with Mendy? What, what what's going on? And they're all getting shifted around a bit. And Jones, it, it's the simplest ball, but it's the perfect timing. He, he just he, he can see exactly. He can see what's going on, and he just waits for those players to be tempted back towards him again. And then he just pops nice pass to Lee, and it's two on two because Mendy's staying out there. And the, you watch their right wing back. He doesn't know what to do. Because he's thinking, I've got to go to Lee, but then he'll just put Mendy in right around the back of me. And maybe a bit of self-preservation looks worse if a wing-back comes around the back of me and I've done nothing to stop him. So he starts going to Lee, and then he isn't sure. So he, he, he does nothing, and that gives Lee the time just to drive in. The centre-back sees it too late as well. But that's just, just you pulling him around, pulling him around. They're not quite sure what to do in certain situations, and then we create an overload, bang, and then we got the quality to find Lee and the quality for him to stick in the top corner. Beautiful. I love that game. Yeah, it was magnificent. And there was one player <laughs> who I did really feel sorry for for all of them was their keeper. Yeah. You know, he had a really, he had quite yeah, a good yeah, game, didn't yeah. he, in all fairness? And that says a lot about, I think, them on that day. I and looked at their team and I thought he's spent most of the season on the bench at Buxton. Yeah. And... Maybe he's going to be a weak link. He's pretty uh, good. Was he? Be, him and Rooney were the only decent players on the pitch for them, I thought, to be frank. As yeah. a fan, Bill, what was it like watching with the people around you? What did they think of the game? What was their perspective? Oh, well, I, I've got to say, I've been a little bit critical of the atmosphere the last couple of games, but the, but supporter-wise, I think everyone really bang up for it on Saturday. From the minute we walked in the ground, you could sense people were, were really thinking, yeah, we, we're going to have them today. And I think the crowd just sort of got behind it. Really helps when we're not play- when Notts County aren't playing at the same time. I think yeah. because people just uh, are a bit more relaxed. And, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, it removes that bit of tension. We knew we had to win, and that was it. And people were just like, "Right, we're gonna go win today." Yeah, no, it's incredible, incredible game. Like you say, one one of the best of the season. Um, crowds are always gonna go a bit mad when goals like Lee's and and Mullins' last goal go in because just just what you pay your money for, isn't it? That kind of entertainment. Yeah. 
and to get to get two in one game, you know, we've had <laughs> we've had seasons go by in the past where you might get two of them a season, but we had two in one game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I remember the, the season, you know, because you know I've always been putting together the goal of the season shortlist and uh, the season Andy Morell one for the volley against Forest Green. I mean, it was a good goal, that. Oh, yeah, it was a good goal. But you wouldn't have thought necessarily it was a goal of the season winner, but that season, genuinely, there were hardly any goals that were, were at all eye-catching. But as now... You can't pick goal of the season this year, one, can you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> one. I, I, I can't remember which goals... Because Mullins scores so many amazing goals. The I, league, they all do. I'd, it'd be, it'd be, I'd have to really look back at yeah. a lot of goals. Cause I can't, there's been that many good goals this season. I can't really think of... It, It'd be hard to whittle it down to a five-goal shortlist. Maybe it'd be hard to whittle it down to a ten-goal shortlist. Some of the bangers we've scored no, this we've year. We've scored, what, 105 so far this season? Yeah. <laughs> mental. That's just in the league. That's that. mental, isn't it? That's just in the league. And as well, I mean, I remember the season, the, the anniversary season, I, I picked a shortlist of ten, and I left out Kieran Morris's winning goal against Chester, which was a well-taken goal. But wasn't I didn't think anything out of the ordinary, and people were going nuts because yeah, but it was against Chester. I thought well, you've got a point there. Whereas now, God, well, thankfully, it brought in that format of the knockout competition for goal of the season, where we paired up sixteen. Yeah. And the people can decide whether Luke Young or Jordan Davis win. <laughs> <laughs> well, this season there'll be a lot more. <laughs> there'll yeah. be a lot more to choose from. I'm sure of that, but. Come on, five five one. I think that was the result we needed, Neil, coming into these really two game, two really important games coming up. I I didn't expect such an easy and comfortable win. You know, I'd have settled for a one nil win any day. You oh know. yeah. But five one, the quality of the goals, the passing. You know, and I I think I've said this before. You know, I think we had our bit of a, a stumble after the Sheffield United games in the FA Cup, where our, our form wasn't quite there, whether the players were a bit tired or whatever. But we seem to be on the up. We seem to be at the top of our game at the moment, you know. We we've seemed to be ready for the next game, you know, and there's as much vigour and enthusiasm and, and effort put in by the players in every game you see now. The quality's got better and better as the game has gone by recently. And I think they're they're just building up and building up and, and getting better at every game. And and in a way for me the quote of the game was when we were packing up, Ben Foster was up there, wasn't he? Was, he? Yeah. And uh, well, I was going to say we talked to him. You you talked to him. I tried to get him to come on the show, which probably wasn't the most diplomatic move. Uh, <laughs> but he, he he said he didn't either. Um, he was so enthusiastic about the quality of the players, and he just said, "I, I had nothing to do. I was just clapping." Yeah, that's, <laughs> <what> <laughs> <he> <laughs> said. that's a beautiful summary, isn't it? Of how that game was. People just, just clapping, applauding yeah. the quality of the play at the pitch. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, he said, which we're going to mention later on Mark Howard's podcast, that he thinks it's a League One, high-level high League One side. And it, it, it's, hard to, it's hard to really disagree <laughs> with that. I, I don't think I've seen quality like this in my time watching Wrexham. And I know this is National League. Mm-hmm. And we, I have seen great sides at like the LDV fans running side and even the, uh, the, our last promotion side. I don't think I have seen quality... Not, not quite like yeah. I don't know you guys, you two might have done, but Billy, have no. we really? No, no, I don't no. think we've ever seen quality like it. No. I wasn't really going during the promotion, the o two o three season. I've, I've saw them play a few times, but I wasn't going like you were going back then. But um, no, I've not seen a side this good. Not even, not even the ninety eight point season team, I was, I was which we've now eclipsed. Well. <laughs> I wonder why I'm wearing that today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just the passing is so clinical. You know, their vision of the players. You can see the quality oozing out of these players on the pitch. And the finishing. I've never seen anything... Honestly, I've never seen anything of quality like it in my lifetime, even as a, a Wrexham fan. I mean, it's hard to compare across different... Eras, yeah, different yeah. styles of football, isn't it? And, and different et quality play yeah. teams you're playing against. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I, mean yeah, I could get hated for saying this, but I, I would argue if you put... If you actually put a very strong 1970s team against this Wrexham team, the Wrexham team would win because football's progressed so much athletically and technically 
but we are still in the fifth level, aren't we? So, yeah, it, 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 you know. Um, with a team which and is third level f- the football in 1970s was completely different yeah, you could hack at players back then couldn't yes. you you yeah. really could which and rule set are we playing with the 70s yeah. rule set or the current rule set I don't know set, you, you, you can't no the, the 70s side is quite clearly the greatest side that Wrexham's the, the ever had on, yeah you know I mean the race course was a, just a mud, mud patch what was that, that a couple of weeks ago? Or, or well, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no offense to the ground staff, they do an amazing job at Mr. Weather. I don't mean it like that. <laughs> the um, well done, Billy goes barred from the ground. Oh, no, yeah. uh, <laughs> no, to, yeah. hey, we've got to say though that the genuinely to try and undig myself out of this hole, the, the pitch on Saturday looked fantastic, all yeah. things yeah. considered, all the yeah. weather that we've had Even and everything. Ben Foster fair, made a comment on how good it was, yeah, yeah. fair, and he said, you know, this is a national league pitch, and he said, look at the quality of it, yeah. Fair play, yeah. the you know, ground staff do genuinely do an amazing job, don't they? Yeah. You get the in the seventies, they didn't have as much of those uh, artificial sunlight things to, do, <laughs> to, to keep the grass going. And they had to bloke in a shovel or yes. something like that. Essentially, it was. Yeah. <laughs> and you had the only artificial things being made were Mickey Thomas's banknotes as well, weren't they? So. <laughs> oh, just thinking if that could end up in court. No, no it already has been, hasn't it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Are you guys not worried that maybe there's vultures circling over watching these Wrexham players, you know? And yeah. Maybe, maybe come in to tempt them away, you know? That's, that's my only concern that they're playing so well, we're scoring so many goals. You know, there's lots of scouts out there hovering I, over us. I, I'm, I don't, I'm only not concerned because they're all on pretty decent contracts I know and we'll are. get a good return for them. And yeah. you think of what we paid for Mullen in terms of, well, it was nothing for the transfer fee, but it, we don't, we're not privy I, to I his wages, it's... but they're going to be decent. But someone's going to have to come in with seven figures up, aren't they, I for him? A, I think it's a, champ, a championship side that could, prob- could so, probably tempt yeah. him if... Even then, you know, he's still close to home. It's not just the footballing reasons and money there's, reasons. There's plenty of championship yeah. teams in the North West, aren't they? That's the only thing I'd say is that, you know, there's a yeah, team there in is, the North West could... Uh, look, we, we, we can't speculate no, too not, much. Yeah, we can't speculate, but it, I don't know. I think it'd have to be It's a serious offer. I think championship clubs and League One clubs will be looking at Langstaff yeah, yeah. because yeah. they may be able to get their him for mm-hmm. a little bit cheaper. Yeah, and he scored more as well, hasn't he? Yeah, in the league, has he? Or yeah, he or is, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, I'm not too bothered by it, really, in the no. sense that uh, I mean, yeah, absolutely. When the team performs like this, clubs from a higher division are bound to look at them. Yeah. But we now have the financial power to say no as well, yeah. and as as Bill said, the, the financial situation to say, well, okay, if, if you want this player, bidding starts at one and a half million. Let's let's see the colour of your money. Yeah, and mm. in the, you know in a recession, we are rich, so that helps us as well. So I'm not, uh, and you know I mean we've done very well in the transfer market. So if we did lose a player, I don't feel any concerns about whether Parkinson can replace them or not. Um, I mean, it's, it's a, I know it's not to do with transfers, but look at Hayden last season. Hayden gets injured, and we blow it. This season, Hayden gets injured. And now it's like, well, how, well, how will he get back in the team? Because yeah, that back three yeah, is yeah. Rock Davis solid. Yeah, exactly yeah, right. Yeah. And Luke Young, I mean, I mean, we've got yeah. such quality and depth and we are, recruit so well. Uh, I hope we don't lose any of the key players, but if yeah. we do, we'll replace them with a key player. You know? yeah. I, I'm, yeah. The one player that I would be concerned about is Mullin because it yeah. is difficult to replace someone of his quality. Not so much the, the level of his quality, because I, you could argue that Ben Toes is just as good, for example, but... It's the it's the type of qualities he has, isn't it? Uh, Rather than necessarily the thi- level that he's at. I think what Mullin stands for as a person as well brings a lot for the support. Yeah, he's a cult hero. He's an icon, isn't he? Here at Wrexham now, you know. For example, my I, I got to tell this story. It's just a way to get me get get this story out there because my uh, girlfriend took my two lads to, Ch- to Chester for uh, to meet their friend and a meal out. And there was my son, Wesley, who's not even two yet, singing We've Got Paul Mullin in the middle of Chester. <laughs> and Rex and Rex and really, really loud. But, <laughs> but You've been teaching him well. Yeah, yeah I have been teaching him well. And she said there was a few people laughing, there was a few people giving funny looks, which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. But wasn't he, wasn't he singing Wrexham songs in his sleep the other day? Yeah, well? he was, yeah. <laughs> he was, yeah, 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 he was. But <laughs> I'll, sh- I'll show you the video later. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, for me, I think losing Paul Mullin, I think as a, if you if we ever lost him, it would be huge as in 
the morale of the town because people have really endeared themselves. Indeed, and I think he's endeared to himself to the club as well. Yeah, and the journey that we're taking with this club. So, I think the fact that he said he'd that, play for Wales. That is a positive yeah. for me that a lot of these players have invested in the yeah. journey that we're going on That's as a it, club. Yeah. 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 And they can see where we're heading, you know. And, uh, you know, three, four years' time, I could see us in a championship the way that we're going, you know. And, and yeah, yeah exactly right. I mean, I mean, look at what Mullins got here now. He's mm-hmm. he's he's genuinely hero worshipped. He, he won't get that anywhere else. Not no. not trying to belittle him, but he just you don't. This sort of thing comes along once in a generation. He's not going to get that if he goes to Blackburn or somewhere where he'll be fighting for a place in the team. Um, he's he's on a huge documentary. He's a, he'll go to a, to the states, assuming he doesn't just clear off at the end of the season, and he'll see. The Americans going mad about him, and by the way, uh, Wesley, I thought judged the room very well because you're going to get a lot more American tourists in the middle of Chester than Chester fans, <laughs> and we know the Americans love Brexit. Um, you know, he, he's got all those things. He's, we worship the ground he walks on. Kids in school who are not particularly football fans sing the Paul Mullen song. Yeah, you know, I mean, everybody knows who he is now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even yeah. non-footballing people know who he is. Yeah, he goes to the UFC, gets ringside seats, and then gets pointed out as a celeb- uh, ringside celebrity. Yeah, you know, I mean, th- th- this is remarkable stuff. Yeah, considering there was literal A-listers being pointed out, and then it went to Paul Mullen and the lads. Yeah. You know, it's he's becoming. Well, he's becoming a club legend, isn't he? Really, and he, as you as you said, he's going to struggle getting that elsewhere. And what I really like, he's really reciprocated it mm. to the point where he said, "I am a scouser, but I'll play for Wales to represent is the his, people he's playing for." Is his grandmother part Welsh or something? Welsh? I think she was Welsh, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. You have to be grandmother. Yeah. She has to have parentage here. Yeah, or grandparents. He's well. You 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 don't you don't. Yeah, <laughs> there's just an unwritten. I, rule I thought that I heard yeah. somewhere that his grand. Mother or he's, something was Welsh. He has already said though that he's provided the documents, hasn't he? I yeah. think to to prove. Yeah. So, uh, well, okay. uh, yeah, but uh, the law I, behind it's uh, yeah. I, I can't tell. Oh, I mean, they all be just completely true. I don't know, yeah. but um, I can't help thinking of the time again when we played Man United. One of the rare occasions in history when Man United have beaten us in a competitive match. <laughs> uh, only four, five times. It's only only beaten us five times. You go back 160 <laughs> odd years. They've only beaten us five times. Amazing, isn't it? But anyway, I I digress. Digress. He was a good goalkeeper, um, <laughs> but you know what. When we played Man United in Europe, and it was in the very strict days when basically UEFA were trying to split, well, we're basically trying to say that the United Kingdom should have one national team, and they said, well, if you want to have your cake and eat it, then we're going to separate out the different players' nationalities for Europe. Yeah, so five foreigners in your team. Yeah, and English players were foreigners for Wrexham. Yeah, I remember and, that. And um, all of a sudden, Graham Cooper found a Welsh grandmother. Graham Cooper... Yorkshire's Graham Cooper. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was a little bit of a... You know, yeah, I, I, I've watched a video on it that, that you don't have to be from Wales, England or Scotland to play no, from. So it's, it's just like some unwritten rule you it, don't yeah. pinch. The <clears throat> FA don't pinch, but England have tried to pinch the likes of Nico Williams and Gareth Bale and stuff in the past, so, so the, it does happen. For, the, for those who don't know, the eligibility for international football is... Uh, parentage up to grandparents, isn't it? So you have to have at least one grandparent that's that's of that nationality. That's that's the, I, across the whole of the world, no, isn't I, it? No, I, am I wrong? I think what Chase saying is correct. That yeah. essentially, are you a citizen of that country? Then no, right. Play. So that's so that's but, the other rule. You need to have yeah, gotten but, citizenship for that no, country. That's the only rule. Is if, it? If, but yeah, yeah. The, the problem yeah. is that there's also thing as a Welsh passport. No, because yeah, you, British because you get, yeah. because you get British. Born players who play for, for example, Nigeria or, yeah, or you're, you can be, you're Ivory Coast. Or yeah. they'll, they'll get dual citizenship. You, and, I mean, the point is we've got UK I, I want to, not, not doubting you, Mark, I want to double check this for myself when I, I get home. I, just to, yeah. I would double check it, Bill. I'm just, Thanks, I'm just thinking I, of... I just, no, <laughs> I just, I'm along the same lines just, as Bill because that's what I think no, is... I just know for a fact but, that the British one is that there is an unwritten yeah. rule of between the FAs, that you don't poach each other's players, but it does happen. Well, no, so it's 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 so it, in the UK at least. There's there's a couple of they have they have a gentleman's agreement between the UK um, football associations, don't they? Because technically, with having a British citizenship, you can play for any of them if you wanted to. Yeah. But it's it's up to grandparents. So if you're born in Northern Ireland, but you have an English grandparent, you could play for England, and the same for for parents yeah. and what have you. Or if you've had an X amount of years in school in the country 
that you want to play for. So if you're born in England, but you move to Wales when you're under... No, no, it is, it is. You can double-check this. I promise 100%, right? If you've played for a certain amount of time, if you've lived for a certain amount of time in, in Wales, yeah. you can... You can play for Wales, and right? That's exactly the same for rugby players as well. But it has to be school. Yeah, it can't don't it's talk up, about rugby. It's, <laughs> it's, up, it's, it's up, no, I'm not. It's up to a certain age. If you've been in school for X amount of years, they they agree not to pinch off each other, and the, there is something else. But I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. I'm on Che's side with yeah. this. I think you're thinking of school football like Ryan Griggs. No, I'm, 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 ge- I'm right. genuinely... Anyway, they, anyway. They cha- they cha- it, used to be, it used to anyway, be like we're, that. We're going in a bit of a... It used to be like that. They changed it. I'm just getting that Phil, in there. We're, we're, you're being slapped down. Right. We, you, we're, we're, get, we're getting into a bit of a tangent <laughs> over nothing. Just to finish the segment off, if you're Rob Page, would you pick Mullen in your next squad? Yes. No. No. I agree. I don't think. I, um, I don't but know. It, actually, it's it's for me. It's it, if you're playing a non-competitive game and there's an opportunity yeah. to have an extended squad and you can have a look at him, I think you pick him. But I wouldn't pick him for a competitive game. No, and the friendlies just coming up. Yeah, yeah. May, maybe in a friendly. Yeah, yeah. I'd think. But I also think what squad. Welsh player is banging in goals like he is with oh. that quality at this moment in time. Anyway, um, Bill's half right. Bill's half right, but half wrong. Yeah. It is. Um, it, it, it's new, but now worldwide, it's grandparents. That's only been brought in because of Qatar initially bringing in loads of Brazilian players. Right. So okay. It, so as a worldwide rule, that's a new one. So I was out of date, and I apologise. Well, I, I did. <laughs> thing isn't true. You've got to have lived in the country for at least two years now. No, the the school thing. I wasn't saying for the whole of of the international. I was talking about just the UK. So if you were born in in England, but you were in school in Wales, they let you play for Wales. I'm, I'm sh- nearly I'm, 100% sure. I'm pretty sure that's not true. I think yeah. that's a schoolboy football. But let's stop talking about <laughs> let's stop, yeah, let's, let's, <laughs> Right, after this, we're going to be talking about the two colossal games next week. <laughs> I'm Liam McClendon, and this is Dragon Heart. Right, well, after our all big rants about eligibility <laughs> and what have you, let's talk about... First, we'll talk about the Halifax game, we'll talk about the Notts County game separate. Halifax, as an occasion, Bill, 4,000-plus Wrexham fans making their way to... I forgot the name Shea. of the ground, the Shea. How can you forget that name? Yeah, Shea. I know. Yeah, yeah. You named Shea. after Halifax. Shea at the Shea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Shea... It's going to be a crazy, crazy event, isn't it? It's um, I've had to stop myself thinking about it because I don't want to get too excited. I'm just worried <laughs> about parking. I'm <laughs> 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 well, assistant manager. Why? What do you think he's going to do? <laughs> Find me a parking space. Well, I, I'd, I'd be just worried about actually getting into the car park because Halifax. I remember going there once, and the team bus was stuck. In the entrance of the car park, the driver managed to get the bus wedged against uh, the gatepost. It was, it was brilliant. <laughs> Happy days. It's uh, you know, as a footballing occasion, um, every every game is just so huge. But the fact that there's going to be four thousand odd Wrexham fans there is is going to. I think it's going to be surreal. It's surreal enough when you're playing in an FA Cup, Cup game, but tough. at least you can sort of like it, it. That just feels like a big moment. I don't think. A, I definitely haven't been in a Wrexham away end with that many people for a league game. No, I was going to say exactly the same. I can't remember being that many away fans at an away game when they're going to outnumber the home fans, I would imagine, like two to one virtually. Telford on Boxing Day, the 98-point yeah, season I, was I the last. But it was like four and a half. No, it, was no, it wasn't four and a half thousand, but we brought more than men, I know, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I've been in that. So we've been in, you know, a few have probably been in that atmosphere, yeah. but the fact that it's it's not only going to be that, but it's going to be like four and a half thousand, which will easily be our biggest away attendance other than the, the cup games. And yeah. uh, might even be, depending on the allocation, might even be slightly bigger than that, might it? I'm not sure. What I'm was Sheffield sure. United? Did they give us 5,500 or was it? Six, four. Well, it's, there's, the, yeah. there's not going to be much between them anyway, is no. there? So, My scenario, mental. guys, is we win Friday, County lose. We beat County Monday. We could 
be champion. That's the best case scenario. We could be champions then, on, based on goal I, difference. But they have three games to go. I, but goal difference can change. Yeah, so. yeah, but they they would have three games left. No, I like Neil's scenario because oh, I love it, it, but because in, yeah, in, yeah. in that scenario we end the league after beating Notts County and that's it. We just say all the other games are worthless. Uh, well, not not County. <laughs> <laughs> let's, get, on, let's, let's not get too ahead of ourselves no, I'm because, not, I'm not. you know, just beating Notts County at home is going to be a huge task. Yeah. But beating Halifax at the moment, who are on a bit of a high, they've got themselves into the FA Trophy final. Yes, they're not the side that they were last year, Mark, but they're not on a bad... Th- their form's okay at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, they, they're they're, 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 they're not a bad side. They're no mugs um, when we, we ought to go there looking to beat them because we've been beating the bottom half of the table teams consistently. But you can't take them for granted, and we've had some tough away matches against some yeah, of the yeah. teams right down the bottom. Um, but yeah, uh, they've just got to carry on. If, if, if we maintain our standards from last Saturday, we we win the league in three matches time. Um, but we've got to do that. <laughs> Obviously, you've got to yeah. turn up and do it. I yeah. like that we got another lot of free week midweek to build up to it as well. Yeah. I think things have turned up a little bit since we've had that breathing space. Yeah, that bit of a rest does, because mm. uh, we have been, at one point it was getting relentless for me, you know, <laughs> my home life, Tuesday, never mind Saturday, the players, Tuesday, when it was Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, yeah. now, you know, they, they get to rest their legs a little bit, Bill, and, but this is a huge, huge game, isn't it, and, you know, the players have turned up for us this season, don't get me wrong, but, you know, the pressure is starting to really mount up. It's a, That trophy but is at touching distance now. It doesn't feel like it in the ground, does it? We're no. Watching the way the players play, they're not playing with nerves or tension. They don't They don't look like they're playing with, with that. Whereas I thought, I thought last year, like, take the Dover game, for example. Yeah, we did turn that round in the end, but you could say for the first 50, 60 minutes of that game, they were playing with a real nervous sort of energy about them, but now they just look like they... they it's another day at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I think what's what's great about this side is that, <clears throat> say we don't get the result we need in either of these two games coming up, <clears throat> and any of those players look like mentally they need a break, we've got a, <laughs> we've got a player of equal yeah. quality in every position, practically, to come in and replace them. You know, like, let's, I, I'm not picking on anyone in particular, but let's say someone in the midfield has to be dropped. Tom O'Connor comes in. Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis comes in. Yeah. Luke Young, our captain, comes back into the squad. Yeah. That's not that's not something to be sniffed at, is it? When last year we were bringing in, you know, when we were struggling, there was players who who were good players but not quite that quality coming into the squad. Yeah, and you've just got to presume, though, for me that don't look at as a guy fan. Don't look at the Notts County result. Just presume they're going to win because yeah. they're playing Wealdstone at home. Yeah. They're a fantastic side. We've just got to do our job and focus on our side and get behind the lads. And hopefully it's a positive result for us on um, the Friday. And then Monday, Mark, this is the, this is arguably the biggest ever conference National League, non-league game, isn't it really, since the Stockport game last season? <laughs> um, I like that. Cool to sell you put in there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I got my 98 points season shirt on. We've got to 100 now, and I was doing a little bit of swat it up, and I think we're the, we're the 15th team ever to get to 100 points in English professional football, and there's never been a league where two teams have got 100 points, but this year there will be. Notts County will get to 100 yeah, points. I yeah. hope they don't, because that means it's going <laughs> to get they're, very they're not, not going to lose their last five games, so they no, still get to 100 points. So, yeah. um, you know, but so, I mean, that is that does show just how remarkable it is. Uh, but... Well, if I can just say, looking at these two games in combination first, would you rotate on Friday with Monday in mind, or do you look at okay, they got two days off, we are flying, <laughs> we play Friday full full pelt, and then we see how it goes. We play Friday full pelt and see Notts County game as a free hit yeah. because we yeah. we do have a game buffer. W- would you? And I think we risk it personally. W- would you look at putting Ford in instead of Barnet for the Notts County game, as they're going to be a lot more attack minded than what Halifax are? That's a good question. That I think. Yeah. That, that, Ford, that's Ford or McFadden. I don't think. Well, McFadden's left back, isn't he? No, I just mean you either swap Mendy or Barnet out, but you wouldn't swap both of them out. Is is Ford ready to come back? Well, he's Was played he the reserves good? game today. Has he? Well, that's good. Um, that's good. Well, today, well, it would have been yesterday when this <laughs> was released, but. Uh, that that would be my concern. As fantastic as Ryan Barnett's been, and he, he is very good. 
when you're playing against Notts County, when there's the Langstaffs and the Rodriguez's who can really cause you... Well, them, them two players could get into our side. It's... Do you go with Ford, who's a little bit better defensively? I don't know. That's if what, that's he, if he looks my... right, I would seriously consider it. Although, having said that, as he, he started McElinden against Stockport in that big game, the second big game, and it worked. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, Barnett is, I agree, is not as good defensively, partly because I think Ford, as a one-on-one fullback, is tremendous, yeah. considering the fact he's not played most of his career at fullback. Um, but having said that, Barnett does have incredible recovery speed, so he does make mistakes defensively. Mm. Um, and he has cost us a goal this season, but he has also got the pace to get back and recover if someone beats him. Um, I think it's a nice problem to have. I think it's a cowardly way I'll sum that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I, I would be more tempted to play Mendy against Halifax and then McFadden against Notts County. Fadson hasn't played regular football in a while, though, has he? No, he hasn't. But I, I just think he... He's a he's got a bit of a that needle in him, uh, McFadden, without actually losing his own head. And I think playing him in a game like that against Notts County when the, uh, their right back, whose name is escaping me right now, is it Nemain Naman? I don't know how you pronounce yeah, it. He's a winger, really, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. but he's very, very attacking. And Mendy's very attacking. But if he gets better, better at Mendy that day. Oh. <laughs> But I don't know. It's I, I sort of see I sort of see the Notts County game as a free hit personally. You, you, if we beat Halifax, yeah. you look at Notts County, and you could argue <laughs> this Notts County side. Forget about us; are probably one of the best sides to ever play in the National League oh, no as question. well. Yeah, yeah. And that that just shows Neil the magnitude of this game. That it is Titan v Titan, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's a huge game on Bancaldi Monday, you know. And basis winner takes all. I think of that game. Well, maybe not winner takes all. County, but for us, if we win that, then we're nearly home and dry, to be honest. Although we've got four games after that. But off, on the flip side, if we lose, we've got Barnet after that, and it gets yeah. a little bit sticky, doesn't it? It, it, it does, but you know, I, this time last year, if we were playing away games, I'd be a little bit worried. You know that you know we weren't up to the task last year, but this year we're just a totally different team. We we seem more comfortable. Eastley this year was they were fantastic away. Eastley they've ground out results whenever they need to go away. And I would start on Friday with the same starting lineup as uh, Saturday. Yeah. Strongest team, go out there, hammer them, and then hopefully get two or three goals up by half time, then make some changes to rest players ready for Monday. That would be my line of thinking. And I'm, I'm sure Parkinson's got his plan for both games already set, depending on, on injuries or whatever. And then I, I would more like start again with that strong team again on Monday against County and just see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't mix yeah. it up too much because they, they're playing so well as a unit at the moment. They know where each other is. They know which passes they're going to make. They know where each player is going to run. And I think that's, you know, that's ninety percent of being a footballer is knowing where you, your players are going to be so you can pass that ball. Or, you know, what I liked was going back to Foster with that interview he did. Was you know, there was no game plan for for his goal kicks or for getting rid of the ball out of the box. He said, you know, Parkinson told him, you do do what feels right. If you see the player, like Mullin, on his way, you take it low over the top. Or, there was no game plan. There was no, it's always got to start from the back. And it, it's down to, and I love that attitude. You know, there's no set game plan. It's for, for coming out of defence. You can mix it up a lot, you know. Yeah. So, Friday, I can see us winning come to Halifax. Yes, you know, they've had... A better form than they have for a while. County, as as Bill said, is a free hit. I don't like. I do not like discounting sides like Halifax <coughs> on the run that they have. The FA Trophy with that big away following comes a lot of pressure. Let's not. Let's take it a game at a time. Let's not look past the. You know, push your buttons yeah. as well now, isn't it? That, yeah, that, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, but nonsense. I get you, but I don't. I, that's that's too much. That's too strong of language for me. That is. Their 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 thoughts will be on the FA Trophy final. Their thoughts that's will be. Away, yeah, their, their yeah. thoughts will be on trying to build as much positives as they can towards the FA. FA no, final. they want to beat Wrexham. They, they won't want to get injured like we were. You know. Oh no no. 
I, I, I disagree if, with if you. you. If you play like that, you don't get picked for the final, do you? So yeah. No. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Re- no. I'm quite worried about Halifax. No, and no, Chase. Like I don't, I don't want to jinx it, but you've been quite worried about every, every single game. team that we've played uh, this season. Oh, so there's no legitimate way of me saying why, why is that? Why what am I saying then? Not legitimate. I'm not saying it's not legitimate. I'm Yo, just. It's a huge away crowd. It's a very high. No, no, no. Game. Hey, like don't. Let's don't, not, I'm not. I'm not criticising. I'm just saying you. Yeah. Have, you have. You have said that about a lot of teams this season, and we've rolled them over. You said it about Oldham, and we rolled them over. You know, I, I, I'm us losing depends on us messing up. That's it against against a team like Halifax. They they haven't got the quality to win unless we don't perform. It's not. It's not a case of. It's not a case of going into these games where you look at it and and think. Mm, they've got better this. They've got better that. They haven't. They they are not better in any area. Now that doesn't mean that we can't slip up. I'm not saying that because we could slip up. And I look at the, the look on your face is feeling painful because you're going to be like, I told knots. you so. <laughs> no, there's not any knots count your Halifax fans watching this. Oh, they could they could they could clip they could yeah, clip us all clip they could clip us all season. And I'm I'm genuinely not saying that. I really don't mean it from a point of view of like that they haven't got the quality to beat us because they have any team has in this division. I just mean you know. I, I just let's, class let's be Friday fair. is vitally as important. Yeah, as, yeah I agree. Yeah, I agree. It is. It is. It's more than I, yeah, I think it's more yeah. important as well. Yeah, hundred percent. We've got to also remember we were talking about this about Dagenham going to Dagenham a few weeks ago and look what we did at Dagenham. You know, and Dagenham, I think in my eyes, we're a far better team than Halifax. And we sort of like this last season when we went to Dagenham and look what happened there. I know, but we this season we won 3-0 away. You're listening to Fighting for... Oh, yeah. That's good, we all debate. It's, it's, it does go to show the tension at the moment, doesn't it? I don't know about yeah. you guys, but I feel very tense at going into every game. I thought it was a case for game here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you. Well, yeah, no, I, I, I just don't like looking past teams who are being successful at this moment in time. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta give them the respect. But yeah. I, I also agree that the level. I'll get that's the way I look at. If we, if we keep the levels from our Saturday, nobody's gonna take points off us. But we've got to do that. That's that's all I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not try, I'm not trying to say that these teams aren't good enough yeah. because they because we've, we've come unstuck enough. If, if we play at a lower level to what we have been playing, we could still win. I'm not saying that, but we could also play really well and still lose as well. You know, you can get penalties given against you. You can have dodgy decisions. Yeah. It, it, this is football. But the, the last two teams that come to the race course haven't really even got into our penalty area because we've been so good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we've got to keep doing it. Yeah, we've got yeah, to keep doing we it. Have, yeah. yeah, and we're very good at it now. Yeah, and that's why I wouldn't change the team. Yeah, I agree. Whew, that was. A, <laughs> I, like, uh, I like Mark Howard. He said changing the subject. Yes, yes. After this, <laughs> after this, we're going to talk about <laughs> Mark Howard. Well, well, I'm Aaron Hayden, and this is Dragon Hearts. Well. To finish off the show after this feisty, the, the feistiest dragon heart we've ever had, I think. No, um, no. Nah. Uh, remember when Bill tried to cut my liver out and sell it? <laughs> <laughs> um, dragon, eat your heart. I think <laughs> every Wrexham fan should watch the Yours, Mine, Away, is it called the Mark Howard's podcast? And what a class act featuring Ben Foster on the first episode after him signing. He's taken his position, and Mark Howard's take on the whole thing. Neil is just—it's the oh, it's, such a class, isn't it? And it shows a class that runs through the team. You know, he was saying that Phil Parkinson phoned him up, yeah, and said, "Look, I'm going to sign Ben Foster. What do you think?" And he said, "Go ahead and do it if it gets over the line and gets his promotion." And that shows the quality of players we've got at this team. They all want promotion. And I thought that was just a, such a lovely gesture. Though he did say later, it's not what his wife said or his partner said. Yeah. So. <laughs> I think it's where it shows the quality of people we've got yeah. in the club. Yeah. And as Foster says later on in the podcast, uh, the, the club does uh, due diligence on the players, looks into the players, doesn't buy idiots. And, and like I said, when Howard said, oh, do, do what we need to go up, we need to go up. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fantastic, isn't it? It really yeah. is. But, you know, put yourself in his position and say you've got someone getting a promotion ahead of you in your job yeah, and you yeah. have to sit and work with them, under them, the next um, week in work. It would be a really bitter taste in your mouth. But Mark Howard's taking it like a real champ and they're not only taking it well, 
you know, embraced it as well and sat down and done a podcast, an hour and a half podcast with him. Talking in about his career, they really come across as people who get on extremely well. Yeah, which knocks the wind out of the sails of anyone who wants to try and spread sort of gossip about. Oh, we'll be unhappy because it's it's the most beautiful response to that because yeah. they just go. Biggest beats ever, on it sound like. Yeah. Well, when you replace me after this bust up and you ask me back <laughs> to cover, I will not be with my understudy or the person who's taken my job. I will, <laughs> I will refuse. But, but it's, it's, it's. Um... You seriously, don't. <laughs> no, I've got, I've got to say, absolute class act, Mark Howard is. And to be fair, he's played a real vital role in this. He has. In this season. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, think I, I, I was. I was annoyed by the reaction when Lington got injured, the way some people seem to be saying, oh, our season's over now. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been in goal for pretty much the whole season, and we've got over 100 points. We can't be, he can't be a calamity, can he? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, people talk about that. I, you know, I've not been his, you know, I, I've been critical of him in the past, but no one talks about that game against Notts County where he yeah. kept us in it for the most part. Yeah. He was outstanding. And, you know, that could have been a real drubbing that day, couldn't it? So, yeah. Bill, anything else to add? No. Oh, well <laughs> no, no, d- to be fair, it's a great it's a great podcast. Go out and listen to it. Yeah. Um, it would be quite good if we could get either of those guys on yeah. on this podcast yeah. as well yeah. for an interview. Yeah. yeah. Come on. We need to let them know the first rule of Dragon Hearts is don't talk about Dragon Hearts. <laughs> and then the second half of Dragon Hearts is don't talk about Dragon Hearts. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Talk about pies is the third. But yeah, it's been a really, really fun podcast, and things have been getting a bit intense because the season's getting really. You know, the next two games are the two biggest games in the last so many years of me supporting Wrexham. So yeah, sit back, enjoy the ride. Hopefully, this time next week. We're going to be talking about how triumphant we have been. I've been. This has been Bill Long, <laughs> Neil Williams, and Mark Bill, Griffiths. Bill Williams. That'll do. Neil Williams, I said. Did you? Oh, yeah. sorry. Bill this Williams. has been fighting. No, I mean Dragon Heart. <laughs> 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 we form a breakaway podcast chain. Yeah. <laughs> we leave these two at chunks. Yeah. <laughs>